0: If you thought these guys spent every waking hour of their lives doing manly
1: things like watching sports while yelling at their TVs, shaving with straight razors, and revving their V8 truck engines, well, yeah, think again. It's time for Mackie and John to turn in their man cards. This is Rom-Com Rewind. Obviously, this is very
0: manly. She lost her short-term memory. She can't remember anything? No, 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 no. She has all of her long-term memory. That's a different part of the
1: brain. Her whole life, up to the night before the accident, she remembers. She just can't retain any new information. It's like her slate gets wiped clean every night while she sleeps. Hold on here. This sounds like something
0: I would tell a psycho girl so she would stop calling me. Am I the psycho girl? I wish I was
2: making this up. She has no memory that she ever met you. All that flirting and phony, I can't read stuff, and then you're not even going to ask me out or for my phone number? I can't read. Oh, shut up. That was one of the goofiest things I've ever seen in my life. But I thought, hey, this guy is so desperate to meet me, he might be worth talking to. But then I get stiffed.
0: No, 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 no. This is what happened. I, uh...
2: Mahalo for the ego boost.
0: You're right. You're right. I feel like
2: uh, no worries. I got. I, I I can read a little.
0: I didn't know I came before E. That uh. one I didn't know. I swear.
2: <laughs> I also don't know that. So yeah, I, I feel feel Adam Sandler.
1: Spellcheck yeah. is uh, Declan's friend when he's putting together <laughs> uh, headlines for our socials. All right, this is the Mackie and Judd movie review franchise rom com rewind. We've got action movie rewind. We've got sports movie rewind. We've got rom com rewind. At some point, we'll do horror movie rewind. We've talked about that maybe for October. Fifty First Dates, a two thousand four classic, if you will. And if you're ever wondering what well, where can I where can I binge all of these other movie reviews you guys do every Friday episode, basically. Go, you know, there's been a couple that we've missed, but from now go all the way back to March of two thousand twenty. Every Friday episode of Mackie and Judd. Um, you can hear us babbling about movies that I don't mm-hmm. think Judd would otherwise have watched. Like Judd would be watching NHL Network. We're taking three hours of NHL Network from Judd—two hours, two hour hours. and a half. Yeah, not yeah, not three. No, no,
0: not three. But you are correct. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of this catalog I would never have explored.
1: Uh, before we get to the summary and everything, had you guys
0: seen Fifty First Dates before? It's been
2: a while, but yes, it's been a long time. Okay. I'd seen
0: parts of it on like tnt or something but never the whole thing so the first sit down for you okay. yeah first sit down all right so
1: playboy veterinarian henry think about that he's a veterinarian just he's a he's like a sea <laughs> world veterinarian a, you know, playboy veterinarian. yeah
2: not just not just a veterinarian no, a playboy veterinarian. yeah
1: he's just a don juan uh henry sets his heart on romancing lucy but she has short-term memory loss she can't remember anything that happened the day before So every morning, Henry has to woo her all over again. Lucy's friends and family are very protective, and Henry must convince them that he's in it for love. 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. The Rotten Tomatoes critics' consensus said, quote, Gross-out humor overwhelms the easy chemistry between Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, who bring some energy and yucks to this tale of a girl with short-term memory loss and the guy who tries to get her to love him. A $75 million budget turned into $198 million at the box office. Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, Rob Schneider, mostly shirtless and bleeding. Sean Astin (laughs) also uh, played Rudy about 14 years earlier. And Dan Aykroyd, the major stars in this movie. It was directed by Peter Siegel, who also directed Tommy Boy about 10 years earlier. So we'll start with Judd here. What was your main takeaway from fifty oh. first dates? Oh,
0: um, so my main takeaway was this. I actually thought it was a, a, a cute film, so I liked it. It you was know, but you know, but you know. since I've got to break <laughs> so this thing down as, as a takeaway, here's what I'm gonna give you. This was one of the most convoluted, confusing, <laughs> hard to follow what? the logic yes. movies yes. I have ever well, seen. It's confusing and allow it. me to explain. Okay, yes, <laughs> it's confusing. All right, this yes, is what Jen. I wrote down. How many Surleys did
1: you drink last? This after? is what none.
0: None. <laughs> Let me read you what I wrote down. Okay. Lucy has a brain injury and can't remember anything from day to day. But then Henry wants to remind her of what happened as often as possible. And she's fine with it. In fact, she appreciates well, it sometimes. Fa- her, family wants to re- well, her family wants to avoid it. No, her nice. family wants to avoid it. Yeah. He's the one who comes along and says and makes the videotape. But yeah. here's the problem. Sometimes she's fine with it and sometimes she's not. And what they don't explain is, okay, the part of her brain that can remember things from day to day has been damaged probably beyond repair. But that doesn't explain something very important when they go where they went. Her personality changes from day to day, too. So, like, the first time that she meets him, she's, you know, flirting with him. And it's it's actually a very cute scene in the diner. And they sit there yeah. all day. And she's, and she's Drew Barrymore playing Drew Barrymore. Then a couple of days later, her personality's changed and she's taken aback by him. And it it doesn't make sense that her personality would change because they never say that part of her brain is impacted. And they just tried to, they basically tried to make you believe anything (laughs) that they decided to write into this film. So you're... And for the purposes of what we're doing here, I'm calling them on it. And by the way, Wikipedia it. Wikipedia has a section on the very same thing saying there is no evidence that there are brain injuries like this.
1: So your main takeaway is that you're a little bit upset that they may have taken something implausible was, and turned it into the theme no, for a movie. I'm upset because is it was it very
0: is? hard to follow their logic
2: of how they wrote yeah. it i think you're I think overthinking it. agrees with me. i well, go I, ahead i do agree with judd this is one of the most improbable Wait, movies ever <laughs> it doesn't make any sense <laughs> of course it is it's dude it's so absurd dude it's so is ridiculous. it is it, what's okay
1: what's a more improbable movie Fifty First dates rom-com rewind or rambo 2 like you know Fifty First or, dates or or no
0: <laughs> rambo 2 easy to follow this was very difficult to follow. What they were trying to get—what was
1: difficult about this movie to follow? It's an was, Adam Sandler movie.
0: Her personality changed every day. Some days she was a she was she was the devil, and then the next she'd be an angel, and then he didn't know what to expect. Well, and a and lot of I women are like that, fact, even without yeah, brain injuries. That's and true. I want to get into the fact that 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 character, as he was set up, wouldn't have gone back. Ever yes. To be with her. Well,
1: okay, I'll, we can have that discussion. So, but what, I'm saying, sure. but what I'm saying is yeah, big yeah. picture.
0: Okay, ten thousand foot view of Fifty First Dates. Breaking news: the <laughs> implausibility of the writing to this film was off the charts, and he didn't <laughs> care. Okay, you're also talking. So I like, okay, so let's go
1: down this path. This is a Happy Madison production. Okay, yeah. so yeah. your biggest takeaway and beef with this movie is that it's just not plausible. Like, there's too many implausibilities. Well, it's a good thing we're not doing other Happy Madison movies. What about Adam Sandler almost um, like winning the no. tour championship the as a hockey player in Happy Gilmore? The
0: implausibility made it very difficult to follow the logic. Every other film that you're talking about, I can follow the logic with no problem at all. They didn't know completely what they wanted to be. Rom totally comedy. They they were very uncertain of their tact here. Um, the other Sandler films, you knew exactly what they were. That's the deal. But, but okay, I'm,
1: I love that you brought this up because I it, I love that it has sparked a huge argument in the first five minutes of Romcom Rewind. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: are you guys like? I feel That's like you're what? overthinking this or something. So yes, it's implausible that this is how amnesia works. And a bunch of doctors, there's a there, there is a section in Wikipedia that talks about this. Isn't an accurate representation of amnesia. Of course, it's not. It's not supposed to be. It's an Adam Sandler movie for God's sakes. So let's put that plot impla- like. Let's put that aside, the fact that this is not an accurate representation of how amnesia works. This movie's plot was very simple. She doesn't remember when when she goes to sleep and she wakes up. It's like Groundhog Day. He goes to sleep, he wakes up, everything's the same. Is it plausible? No. Is it easy to follow? Yes. Bill Murray wakes up every day and everything's the same. Lucy wakes up every day and she doesn't remember what happened the day before.
2: Yeah. That's, how is that complicated? It's just, it's... It's not plausible. It's not it's plausible. Not and it's just, I, I don't get it. I just, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not a yeah. enjoy, the, the <laughs> entire chase of this film doesn't make sense. Like you would give up. But that's a different, that's a different talker, which we can get into. Let's do it. They You're saying that
1: Adam Sandler, who can get any woman apparently that he wants in yeah, the world, which, well, in this which movie, I right? also have in my, that yeah. he has
0: decided, yes. all right, like this is the one, the, like, the one that world. will not remember me tomorrow is the if one, the local girl who, by the way, had been there the entire yes. time, and now he finds her, and, right. and he purposely, but but I'm just talking about this <laughs> film from a writing perspective, didn't know what it wanted to be. That's the problem. I know. Like, I, like, I
2: like, disagree, disagree with all you there.
0: If you go all yucks, I'm fine with it. But at times it got very serious about the pursuit. And then it's like, what What are you here? The, the great staple about Sandler films, for the most part, in this era, where they all were, as every one of them knew exactly what it was, Wedding Singer, Happy Gilmore. This one was very confused about what it wanted to be and represent.
1: Actually, I think this movie knew exactly what it wanted to be. It wanted to be a spam commercial. How yeah, much money seriously. did Spam pay to be My the God. Spam truck that pulls up in the parking right. lot? There's Spam <laughs> in every meal. Uh, there's a box of Spam at the end of the movie. Spam right. might have paid millions of dollars yeah. for marketing here. Spam so, is popular? Uh, I enjoy yeah, Spam, but
2: I haven't had it in years. I, say, I, yeah. I tried it for only like the first time within the last like five years. Never had it before up until like five years ago. Did you enjoy it? I ate it raw out of the can. And Ooh, then I had it fried my dad, too. My dad used to do that. Yeah, yeah. I I do prefer it. I don't prefer it all, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but if but if I have an option, I would prefer it to be fried over uh, raw. It's just weird that it comes in that can. Yep. Yep. And I'll, It's like a hot dog in a can. And basically. I'm all about right. processed foods, but uh, that that crosses a little bit of a line <laughs> for me. So. Uh,
1: so okay. So did you finish your main takeaway there, Dex? Uh, just that.
2: I mean, yeah. On. It's Happy Madison. It's very. It's very on brand with Happy Madison. I will kind of defer to Phil in that regard like it's 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 goofy it's the Rob Schneider's it's Adam Sandler it's uh it's all these goofy side characters that are also always in the most the majority of these and in these happy Madison films um but it's just it's so improbable to me it's it's so the entire chase of getting her is so improbable it doesn't make any sense that's my main takeaway
1: every happy Madison movie is improbable but all right my main takeaway from this movie and I'm I'm spoiling one of our later categories here, is move over Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. I think now that I've watched this movie again and oh, wow. Wedding Singers, oh. this might be the best on-screen couple oh. pairing of my life. Oh, God. we're going to brawl
0: again. We're going to brawl again. Adam Sandler two and people, Drew Barrymore. What amazing chemistry. Playing themselves, acting at each other is not close to Tom Hanks. I'm
1: surprised they weren't actually together in real life when I watched their theatrical history and their on-screen chemistry. wedding it is amazing. Dude. I will say, like, I'm saying it sort of tongue-in-cheek, but I really like... Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore on screen together, and we can fight about that later. We'll get to that category. Joe, what
0: was your favorite part of Fifty First Dates? Dex uh, brought it up, but my favorite part was the ancillary characters. Yeah, because they they were funny, and, and they're kind I liked of all the Hi, my name is Tom. Hi, <laughs> I'm <laughs> Tom. Yes, that's funny. But I mean, like the dad, like the dad is the dad is good. The brother is funny because he's just such a stooge. <laughs> um the he's, waitress, doing the, he's doing the sit-ups on the chandelier and it comes crashing the that shirt yep <laughs> the waitress um I, I think my favorite part of this film uh were the surrounding characters and the fact that they were they they actually brought something to the film like without them it's not as good
1: he also Sandler uses most of the same peripheral characters in all of his movies like there's some differences but Rob Schneider is in a bunch of Sandler movies. Of yeah. uh, the guy who plays Tom is in a bunch of Sandler movies. He kind of he's got like four or five, six guys that he just sprinkles in a bunch of his movies wow. Dex what was your favorite
2: part uh, actually I do have like a few favorite parts about this movie I will say uh, number one I, I mean I thought we were I can't believe no one mentioned this before but we're bearing the lead that uh, this family is a bunch of Vikings fans oh what's the yeah. score
0: Three, uh, the one. Vikings are on the two yard line If they score here they bring it to 14 to 10
2: well, maybe they'll win for your birthday dad <laughs> and I'll bet Culpepper runs it in How about he fakes a hand off to Williams and throws the past to clients off in the end zone <laughs> it at the disses
1: you're on. Like on Culpepper takes a handoff to Williams. He will throw. He's got Klein Saucer in the end zone. Touchdown,
2: Minnesota. Oh, Doug, you're, oh, you're good. Maybe you should be a coach. Oh, my God. You got to love a good Jim Klein Saucer, Dante Culpepper yeah. shout-out in a happy Madison production. I don't know who floated that one out there. And actually, I, I have been to Hawaii, and I watched... Uh, it was it was the 2017 year. It was actually the year or the game the Vikings lost to the Panthers, like week 14, 15, that probably could even have that gotten them a first round or the first uh, number one seed in the NFC. I remember being at a Hawaii bar at 9 a.m. because it's the big time difference there in Hawaii. And actually, there was like a good collection of Vikings fans in Hawaii. So I do think there actually might be, judging also by event line of all the shows I do on Purple Daily, more than 60 to 70% of those guests are outside of Minnesota. So it is kind of impressive how many actual Vikings fans there are outside of here in Minnesota. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. really, really
1: cool. I'm glad you brought this up because I forgot that they were Vikings fans in this movie, but it's going to be a, a little in between episode of random season recall oh. here too. So the filming of this movie was in 2003, but the game that you saw the clip from is actually from October 13th, 2002 at the Metrodome a Vikings lions game, at the Metrodome, the Lions jumped out to a 14 nothing lead in this contest. And the Vikings, I believe, were 1-4 in going into it. So this is Mike Tice's first full year as head coach. They're off to a slow start. And the Lions with, I think, Steve Mariucci was probably their coach in 2002. Mm-hmm. Jump out to a 14 nothing lead with Joey Harrington as the quarterback. <laughs> right? And then you get a Gary Anderson 42-yard field goal mm-hmm. to get on the board. Uh, the touchdown that you saw in the clip was indeed, as you saw, a one-yard pass from Culpepper to Klein to make it 14-10. to um, The Lions scored again to make it 21-10, to but then the Vikings went on a run. You had uh, Culpepper, a seven-yard rushing touchdown, Michael Bennett, a 45-yard touchdown pass from Culpepper, and then eventually Mo Williams with a two-yard touchdown run with two minutes left to make it 31-24, and the Vikings went on to hold that lead. Wow, um, Randy Moss did not score a touchdown in that game, but he did catch nine passes for eighty-three <laughs> yards. Randy, can ratio. you guys can you guys tell me who any of the Lions' oh my God. skill position players oh were in that God. game? This is post Barry Sanders, oh. so it's Joey.
0: So it's Joey Harrington. Oh man, I don't this, um, this, was this, her, this, was Herman Moore still there? No, this is after Herman Moore. I, okay, I, I don't know. It's, if I can so single
1: James Stewart was the running back. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah hear, ha- Hakeem, who used to be with the greatest show on turf Rams, yeah. yep. caught five passes for 70 yards. Um, Bill Schroeder, former Packers Packer. receiver, yes. caught a couple passes in this game. Bill and Corey Schroeder.
0: Schlesinger caught six passes. Okay. Oh, damn. Corey Schlesinger was a fullback, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think he had one of those and big he had the neck huge, rolls. Yeah, and he had the huge shoulder pads. I missed the big shoulder pads. Do you remember the kicker for the Lions? Was Jason Hansen still there?
1: Jason Hansen Jason made Hansen. a 49-yard field goal in this game. Jason Hansen was there forever. Yeah. Amazing. So um, there it is. Random season recall there for the 2002 Viking Lions.
2: And then two other funny favorite parts that I really enjoyed. Uh, did you guys notice that when they're touring the facility and it's Dan Aykroyd and there's the shout-out to Callahan Auto Parts and the connection to to Tommy Boy?
1: So they did that. They also did the happy nice. Gilmore tee-off motion with the kids. Yep. Yep, there's, yep. A, there's a lot of odes to 90s yeah. comedies here. I thought that yeah.
2: was awesome how they tied that together because also Dan Aykroyd was Callahan in 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 Tommy Boy, so it was like this funny yeah. little like connection there. I didn't notice yeah. that the first time I saw it. And then finally, dude, this soundtrack is elite. I love the soundtrack a lot of good to this covers movie, man. This. Yeah. Yes. yes. I, as a yes. sucker for a Males really had... good cover, I love yep. me a good cover band. And I love me a good cover song. Uh, yep. But like 311, Jason Mraz, Ziggy Marley... There is some great Mark McGrath had a song in here from Sugar Ray. Um great soundtrack. Like honestly a, a fire, one of the best soundtracks I think we've had.
1: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Love the covers. All right. My favorite part of this movie, there's a lot of just like funny little lines and stuff, but my favorite part was very specific. It's when so they it, it, it was kind of this Groundhog's Day thing where all right, we're gonna we're gonna have I'm gonna have different ways every day that I try to woo Lucy, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna Cry at the bar, and then I'm gonna pretend like I'm in distress on the side of the road. And it was like Bill Murray had the different ways he was gonna kill himself, right? <laughs> and the different ways he was gonna try and woo, um, what's her name, the producer. But the one that I just laughed my ass off is when Rob Schneider is pretending to kick Adam Sandler on the side of the road and Lucy and say, like, Oh, like Lucy's gonna come help. And Lucy beats his ass with an aluminum <laughs> she bat. She rages, she yeah. rages like steroid rage. And then she goes back for seconds and just absolutely murders him with an aluminum bat. I thought that was that was the funniest part of the movie, uh, Joe. What was your least favorite part of
0: this movie? Oh. I so I like I think more than Declan does, Drew Barrymore and her character. But my least fa- favorite part is she always basically just plays and, and Sandler did it this time too. They just play themselves. What? So like, there's never any, like with her, you, you literally could have taken her off this set and put, and put her in, in the, um, what was it? Fever pitch the yeah. baseball film. Yeah. yeah. You could have like transplanted the set and been like, okay, just act now. And it's the same character. So it's just, I mean, and it works and people like it, but it is incredible that like there's never really any concerted effort made to to be like I'm going to play a different character. In I don't think you need to. They I, basically if, hire her and say, "Play Drew Barrymore."
1: Yeah, but that's but that was a winning formula in the '90s and 2000s. I know I it mean, was,
0: but I'm just saying. Like again, I my problem with this film was I felt that it it had it had moments where it, it wanted to be fairly serious about things, and. I just don't know that it worked. The chemistry, it's cute, and so it it did really well. But yeah, that's probably my least f- favorite part because there were no like scenes that I hated. I, I mean, it's a pretty formulaic in in some ways how they approach things. But yeah, her uh, her ability to just be the same person continually amuses me, if nothing else. Well, so
1: you've you've mentioned that this movie felt like it was a comedy at times, and it was trying to be serious at times. So usually we say production notes for toward the end, but. The mm-hmm. only production note I have here that's interesting is that this movie was originally written as a drama based in Seattle. Oh, funny. so it was a little bit more of like a Sleepless in Seattle oh, I didn't see that. kind that's of a good. thing. Okay, and Adam Sandler helped redo the script into a comedy when they brought him on board. Oh, okay. and they moved the setting from Seattle to Hawaii because it was just more of a happy, uplifting type of a place as opposed to dreary. Although I can tell you, it's not. It's it's dreary a few months out of the year, but like, it's also very sunny in Seattle. That explains a lot. So it okay. was, so this, the it. core of this script. And if, and honestly, like if you take away the humor, like it is a really horrible, yeah. sad story.
0: And then there's like just the weird family yeah, things. Well, and-, and the dad feels guilty. Yeah. That, that makes, so, so I would say this, that was then a film that, that at that stage of his career, because he, he turned a, he turned a corner probably around nineteen. 90 or so, like, Tom Hanks was probably the perfect guy to play the guy then. You're saying for this, for this, this was a drama? Yeah, well, I'm saying because this film was sort of in between, if, if they had left it like it was supposed to be, which probably would, would have had some comedy, but not as much, Hanks is the perfect guy for it. That makes more sense. I mean, Sam, yeah. Ler, I, I like him. He's fine. I'm just saying I don't know that he has necessarily, well, he doesn't, but he shouldn't. He doesn't necessarily have the acting chops that hanks has although i did see him in uncut but, gems man uncut gems was a was good it punch, movie. was it was punch drunk love he did he he did a oh, series um uh, he he did a film i really really was surprised and liked um but i forget
2: i think it was punch drunk Love. But one that it. he like is an incredible power of performance and it's nothing like sandler is did you guys ever see rain over me Mm-mm. that's him and don Cheadle, and it's based on a story like um adam sandler basically goes insane his it's, very, it's a dark movie. Like, his family uh, was killed in 9-11. Like, was in the Trade Center. Oh, yeah,
0: I read about this. And it's about yeah, Don
2: Cheadle and Adam Sandler were friends in college, and then they reconnect, like, 20 years later after the Trade Center mm-hmm. thing, and, like, he sees him on a street, and he's, like, completely the different person, and it's, like, Adam Sandler trying to find his way again. It's nothing like Adam Sandler. It's an incredibly good film. It's really yeah. powerful, but um, it is weird watching him not be goofy, dorky Adam Sandler. I, don't, I know what you yeah. mean. So, Dex, what was your least favorite part of this movie? Um, I couldn't stand how Drew Barrymore. I know that she has the um, has the brain injury and she has short term memory loss. Why is she wearing the same pink shirt, white pants in like ninety percent? Like she wakes up every day hey, her, in this sure, same her, da-
1: her dad washes her clothes every night while he repaints the garage wall white. Yeah, he re- he he literally like. Rewashes her clothes so that she can wear the same clothes every it's, single
2: day. I, 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 I just, I did not enjoy that. And then also, but then there's well, she, sometimes where she wasn't wearing the same clothes. Like, for the majority of it, it was. But then when she's like even doing the chase on the car, like, then she's in a different outfit. I just, it was a little nitpicky thing. And then second, how they set up um, her car crash, like, they made that scene like so. Like it's, it's a fun, goofy, bubbly, fun movie. And then all of a sudden it like gets really serious for like the 15 second weird vignette where they get in the serious car crash and she hits the tree. It was just, it was kind of weird. It was like, it it was hard to try to juggle if this was supposed to be funny or if it was supposed to be like, oh, this is really sad and depressing and kind of serious. So I I didn't really like those two scenes.
1: Yeah. I hear you. I think, I think like, I actually kind of liked, you know, it was 80% comedy. I actually kind of liked that they went dark a couple times because it Mm -hmm. added some layers to the movie for me. I know you guys did not appreciate that, but I would say my least favorite part of this movie was the entire city, not just her family, but, like, the diner and other people catering to keeping her, like, in the dark on what she's going through. Let's just have her reenact the same day. Let's... Right. Let's have the same birthday cake every day. Let's watch the same Vikings game every day and the same movie at night. And then let's paint the walls white. Like the amount of work that those guys have to do. So she goes to bed and then they have to like clean everything up, make sure they've got pineapples for the next day, make sure they have a cake for the next day, paint the garage walls white so they can dry overnight so that she can paint again. Like, just like what? There's no time to do anything else. You're literally devoting. All of your time to reenacting the same day? Yeah. Are you are you working? Do you make money? It's just I don't know. It's it weird. was. I feel like they could have done the movie without that part of it, but maybe not. I guess maybe she had to be in the same diner every day or something.
0: I feel like they could have written something different to to get the same thing across without it being that. It was weird. It made her family that, seem. But that's but that's what I'm tricky. saying. Is, is like at some point in time, I would think the people that wrote the film would have stopped and been like, okay. Is the people that wrote the funny. film are Adam Sandler, by the way. So. Okay, well, I would have told him, dude, look, <laughs> this the thing. Let's, let's write around some of what you're trying to I do. I love writers, Judd. Because it's, it's not great.
1: Judd takes issue with the writing of at least half the films that we review oh, here. I, I love it. Half. Well, for rom-coms, I for sure do. <laughs> yeah, For rom-coms. Rom-coms aren't that hard. But if you but if you were to make this movie as, like, thespian as you wanted it, then it wouldn't be entertaining. No, right? I'm so saying... Some I'm of saying the holes in the movie the are way what way that Sandler
0: wrote it... He should have bowed out. And if he wanted to write it for himself, (laughs) and if he wanted to write it for himself, then we should have worked on it. Oh, man. All right. What was help him? What was the he'll call you? I'm sure. Yeah. What was the least believable part of this movie? Okay, here's another one. Adam Sandler, who, by the way, in these roles, I like him like he's very likable. It's sort of funny. It's always the same, but that's fine. Or I should say at the time. He's got to sing it uh, at some point. He's got he's to play a little guitar song that, he, yeah. that he probably personally wrote. I mean, that's yeah. all great. But how? Who decided to sell him as a guy who's a womanizer who gets all of these himself? Ribs? Himself? No, I know. But again, I'd be like <laughs> Adam, 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 Adam. That's not you. That's not you. You're funny. You're goofy looking. You're but, all. But those... no. But but it
1: was tongue in cheek. Like
0: he's. They're making fun of him, right. in The beginning of the movie. But they're, then, like, but I get that, but then the problem is they drop it and he becomes this sap for this local girl who's been there the entire time. And it's like, again, it just wasn't... that The the funny part didn't really track. That's my problem. This film didn't really track at all. It just sort of jumped around to that. Hey, that'd be funny for right now. And nobody really thought about how it was going to all play out. Now, they don't care. They made a ton of money. But that was my least believable part was that they tried to make him be somebody... (laughs) And then they just dropped it entirely. Like, if he's going to be that guy, you need to keep that up. And they just completely dropped it, and he just became a, a complete wimp about halfway through the film. Yeah, and I,
1: and I took the I took the womanizer part to be less about, like, this is a theme throughout the movie, and it was more, oh, they're hilariously, like, almost making fun of Adam Sandler and make, painting him as this womanizer and... He's lying about being in the CIA or whatever, or being some operative. It's yeah. just so over the top. Um hi, I'm Tom. <laughs> hi, I'm Tom. <laughs> Tom. All right, Dex, what was the least believable part of this movie for you?
2: I mentioned it in the main takeaway, but the the whole pursuit. Like you you basically learn once uh she starts they start really buying into like, no, you're my girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. Like, he's been doing this for a year. He literally says, I've been chasing after you for a year. So this movie plot. And a kind of yeah. similar thing back to last week of, te- of, of 10 things I hate about you. They cram a nine month school year into, you know, an hour. They would crammed a year in, in the, into 60 minutes. So just just the entire pursuit of this, like him having to do this every single day. And then the end scene where she wakes up on a boat and was like, yeah, here's your three year old daughter. Like it just the the timeline of this movie.
0: I like how the timeline's you. It, it does. Actually, it's bugging me. They don't it's, bug me, but, but I love it's, how they bother.
1: It's you. starting
2: to bug me, and, I don't, and I, maybe I'm recycling I it from ten.
1: Did you want this? Did you want this movie to be gone with the wind in length <laughs> and show everything from the child is one, maybe, and
2: now the child is a year and a half? Maybe and... that's why I love Days of Confuse so much because it's just one day. It's literally one day in ninety minutes. It, it's it's the last day of high school, and it's the first day of summer break. It's all it's all crammed together in one day. I the the whole time. Timeline on the pursuit of this is, is not believable at all.
1: So I, I, my, my least believable is kind of similar to Declan's. Actually, it's, it's pretty much a summary of everything we've talked about, which is, would this be worth the trouble? If you're Adam (laughs) Sandler, if you're Harry, no. All right. Like the minute that you come back the next day and she doesn't remember you. And then the woman from the diner pulls you outside and is like, she's got amnesia. She doesn't remember what happened the day before. You would just kind of be done, right? Like there wasn't some yeah, deep emotion. It wasn't like they'd been dating for six months and then she forgot. He never met like, her and she was a local. You had you had you had but- breakfast for three hours together, and it wasn't like there was a deep emotional attachment. I guess is being what I'm a
0: local would have disqualified her from from being pursued by Hen- Henry. Regardless, he made it very clear that he wanted, and you know, he was going to find women from out of town who were going to have to leave. And then all all of a sudden he's investing all oh, of that. He's time. a changed man. He <laughs> has met that, he has met the woman that. that's
1: going to ground him. That's what that's what <laughs> yeah, the ground was. is right. You
0: can't remember anything from day to day. <laughs> Very grounded.
1: But he's the other there. thing, like the logistics too, of okay, so she's not going to remember you the next day. So every morning, if you stay overnight, especially like you have to get up before she does, otherwise she's going to freak out like she did in that one scene. So you've got to get everything together. And you've got to make sure that the tape is there for her to watch right. so that she sees you in the video. Right. And so like just the logistical pain in the ass of doing all that stuff before going to your job, by the way, which yeah. he still works like as a veterinarian. I love the waters. Um And then my other I logistical question is, so her brain gets wiped clean every night. Right. Short term. But what happens if she wakes? Let's say she goes to bed at like 10 p.m.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And by the time. You know, she, you know. In, in theory, in this movie, she sleeps straight through the night for eight hours, and she wakes up at six o'clock in the morning, and she remembers nothing. Mm-hmm. But what if she wakes up at like one in the morning? Yeah. Has to go pee. Yeah, needs a little glass of water. <laughs> yeah. Does she still remember what happened when I she went like to bed?
0: I feel like you're so, you're you're proving our point about our our flaws with with this film in the takeaway section because yeah, the, it all. Like no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, very yeah. Weird. These are all like
1: very much implausibilities that should be discussed. But you guys are saying that the premise of the movie was confusing, and I'm saying no, it wasn't.
0: I'm it saying was very people, simple. I'm saying Adam Sandler in writing the film got confused. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I needed an edit. <laughs> oh, I needed a hard edit. What happens if
1: she has an early flight the next morning and she has to get up at what like three thirty? Right. Well and I mean she's probably I, not thought about, ever flying, I thought about that. But... but what but what is the cutoff of like she
0: remembers <laughs> like like she clearly She has to go to bed in the same spot because if she were were to wake up somewhere else, she'd she be wouldn't like, know where she what is the hell? But they also did yeah. it did the whole thing where they went through the diary and took out the pages about him. So she clearly after she got done with activities, she would go journal about it. So like did she journal about it and then go to sleep at you know, I mean at one point at one point she has it in her diary that, that they had sex so like i'm taking that's like midnight or something right so, so did she get up after that go journal about it and then yeah, forget what, about it by the next morning and at
1: no point did did they never try staying up all night because bill yeah. murray tried that in groundhog day i think they tried to stay up all night and then one and, six o'clock okay that just makes like perfect just like sense. reset yes, yes. when she try to stay up all night and see all right if you don't go to sleep or like what if she takes a nap if she takes a nap does everything get erased I, too I have no, yeah, no,
0: because they didn't. Yes, they I, didn't if I were her, Spanish. what's it
1: called? Like right. these people that do these weird sleep schedules. Like it's like a, like a poly something, uh, polyphasic sleep schedule, mm-hmm. where you sleep instead of sleeping in one eight-hour chunk, you sleep like two or three times a day in shorter chunks. Mm. You know what if she switched to that type of lifestyle? So instead of going to bed at ten, she stays up until like four and then takes a nap and then gets up at five thirty. Yep, is it all erased? things I well right, right. I when answer. does the
0: when does the erasing happen that's the <laughs> question a good that's question. A question. the other weird thing too is is that that the father and brother went to so much work clearly for years or for a year to make sure that she thought it was the same day so he you know the dad went out and had a ton of newspapers from the day of the accident made and then sandler's character comes in and he's like no 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 here's what we should do and they're just like oh okay. okay yeah like like if you worked that hard to shelter a person and which is really weird i don't think you would just have henry come in and be like oh oh cool yeah that's a tape idea is a good idea like there'd be immediate pushback who's more likely to be a
1: serial killer adam sandler's character or Sean astin the brothers character
0: serial killer uh sandler's character yeah. The, the brother would kill, but
2: he get caught. He's an idiot. He's He's a Sandler
1: would be like a plotting serial. He's a killer,
2: veterinarian. Right? He's probably feeding him to the animals. He's feeding him to that I, the, walrus. I, just gonna, I, just I gonna love that exact walrus. Thing. That walrus is great.
0: The walrus puking He might be my is. favorite character. The walrus puking is outstanding. <laughs> That's so much puke. It's really good. The walrus was great.
1: Um, I have, uh, I have Adam Sandler movies pecking order for you guys. If you want, Ooh, to love yes. It. Let's, you want it? Okay. it. I love this. Let's do it. Okay, so in order five to one, here are my five favorite Adam Sandler movies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Big Daddy number five.
2: Ooh. Okay, it might be too low for me. All right. It's
1: a it's a really good movie. A really and good movie. And It kind of show it kind of shows you how strong these power rankings are. Yeah. Oh, like there a period of yeah. Adam Sandler was amazing. Uncut Gems is a is a off my list, but I really liked Uncut Gems, and Kevin Garnett was good in that movie too. It's more of a serious movie. No, it's know. But Big Daddy's number five. Billy Madison's number four, mm-hmm. 90s classic.
2: Mm-hmm. Want
0: to touch the honey?
1: The scene with uh, Chris Farley and Veronica Vaughn. That Vaughan, is Earth, correct. There's... Yeah. That Veronica Vaughn is one fine piece of ace. Me and her got it on. Oh, my no. God. So good. No, you didn't. Far- Chris... No, we didn't. Chris Farley's so missed. <laughs>
2: I'll turn this damn around.
1: Mr. Deeds, that. number three. I one see. of the One of the great underrated Adam Sandler movies. He, he becomes the heir to a, a billion dollar I've seen it. chunk of before. money. And uh, the whole thing, I love it.
2: I love it. Honestly, hot take, it's probably my least favorite Adam Sandler movie. I can't wow. stand Mr. Deeds. I've tried I've unto- and I've t- retried. Can't I've do it. I want to touch your feet. Yeah, I'm I out on the feet. Ugh. Can't do it. So, what,
1: do, so you, what you've tried to watch it and you just can't get through it? No, no I've,
2: I've seen it from start to finish a few times and then even like when I was a kid I didn't really like it when I was a teenager I didn't like it and I even rewatched it as an adult like within the last three or four years and I was still like this still sucks I don't like it are you bored by it or what yeah I just don't I'm not a not a fan of it I'm also not a big Winona Ryder guy and and she's also I believe you're I believe, not no she's pretty insufferable in that movie but that's what that's her character meant to be insufferable uh, oh, no, no. oh okay I like her in stranger things and that's it yes Phil all right happy Gilmore number
1: two mm-hmm. yep happy Gilmore was my favorite movie as a kid for a couple years oh, yeah. there uh, and the, and then classic. I started watching like Rounders and stuff. Still,
0: it's still classic, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm,
1: and I'm my there. number one ranked Adam Sandler movie is Wedding Singer. The yeah. Wedding Singer is a great movie. And another
0: it, Drew Barrymore, Adam yeah. Sandler. It is. I think connection. Happy Gilmore might be number one though. I wouldn't fight. What, I wouldn't fight you too aggressive. Wedding Singer is is really cute, but I Happy Gilmore and and at that time and I mean my God, you get Bob Barker to participate. The price is wrong, wrong, bitch. But I mean that scene <laughs> is so good.
2: Yeah. I yeah. I think the only ones, I, I would have Big Daddy number one. That's definitely my favorite Sandler one. I love wow. Big Daddy. That'd be number one. Um, and then also, just as a selfish one, and I think you guys would never have this on your top five, I love the movie Grown Ups, the first one, yeah. with Sandler and Kevin James and Chris Rock never saw it. and right. David Spade. I love that movie. Um, that would probably be the only, but all those other three, I I'd probably could could fit in my top five as well.
0: Grown ups two exists it, and is awful, right? It's
2: one of the worst films of all time. The second one, <laughs> <laughs> like okay. even on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's yet. one of the worst. I think it's one of the few that's gotten like a zero percent or one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's one wow. of the worst what? films ever.
0: I've got a question about Sandler's appearance. What happened with his face? Did did he just lose weight? Did he have work done? His In this movie, you mean? Or what no, mean? no, no. In Uncut Current. Gems, at, oh. at his age currently, and I, I know he like grew a goatee and stuff. But like he used to have sort of that cherubic, happy face look, like an egg, and and look at his yeah, yes, exactly. They may
1: they may have they may have just like made him look because he's supposed to be kind of
0: a down and out, like sleazy. Yeah, but I feel like I've seen pictures of of him, and he's either lost weight or had work done. His face, he's at the age where you would definitely have had work done in
1: Hollywood. Yeah, he's fifty four. You know, so he's he's probably had a. I saw Simon Cowell. I haven't watched uh, Simon Cowell on TV in about ten years. And I just happened to land on America's Got Talent late a couple nights ago. Sure. Simon Cowell has had some work done, man. Yeah. Like, back, like, like, you get to be, like, 45, 50 in that industry. And it's I just think it changed. time to raise the cheekbones. His, face, his, <laughs> his
0: facial appearance changed, which yeah. is always oh. weird to me.
1: All right. Definitive relationship rankings here. So we're going off on-screen chemistry <sighs> between Henry and Lucy from 51st Dates. So to this point... Hitch and Sarah from Hitch are the top rated on screen couple, 8.8 8 out of 10. Joe Fox and Kathleen Kelly from You've Got Mail, 8.3. Tied with Benjamin Barry and Andy Anderson from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, also an 8.3. At the bottom are Michael and Jules from My Best Friend's Wedding at a 2.7. Kirk and Molly from She's Out of My League, a 3. And Sam and Annie from Sleepless in Seattle, a
0: 3.3. 1 through 10, how would you give Henry and Lucy? From fifty first hits. I feel like Declan's really down on on them. Um, they acted at each other, but they do have chemistry. I'm going to give them a seven. I okay. it, it doesn't approach a ten, uh, but again i, I found fl- I found a lot of flaws with this film, but it wasn't a difficult watch, and the chemistry was fine. I'll give him a seven.
2: I will say just in general, despite like the characters they're playing, it's very obvious that Sandler and Barrymore have chemistry together. They've done Wedding Singer. They've done this. Uh, Blended is another one they've done. They've done a bunch of movies together. So there's definitely like just off-screen chemistry between the two, and I think that rises up here. Yes, I can't stand Drew Barrymore. As a kid, I was fine with her, and as I've gotten an adult, I, I, I can't, I, I despise her. Like with the, this has been like a new thing within the last Drew five Barrymore years. and Chad Beebe and Chad just Beebe just please these guys. please stop giving them opportunities in training camps. Um, wow. I I would say I I will give them a five in this for wow, this film. Dude. I'm still gonna give them a five because I just can't stand the pursuit of this. It, it 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 it's it's that part I I'm not a fan of. So for it me, it's a five. It's a but five. It sounds like
1: your issue is more with the script than it is yeah. with their actual yeah. character chemistry. I would say it's a five um, for me. That's mine. So you guys are all Big over the board here. The it's script. a nine for me. They're amazing oh, wow. on screen together. You know what? Drew Barrymore for these types of movies is Sean Michaels. You can put anyone in the ring with her, okay. and she will, and she will put on a, a five star yep. match. She is the Sean Michaels of these types of movies. Doesn't matter. You can put a you can put a broomstick, a broomstick in there, and in this type of a movie. <laughs> She will. She Girl, will. Grab the <laughs> car.
2: What did you just say? You did you just compare the Heartbreak Kid? Hot Take Cops is recorded on location with the men and women of Sports Talk. Oh. All suspects are innocent until
1: proven guilty in yeah, Hot okay. Take Court. Dude, she's great in these movies. Dude, she's great in Fever
2: Pitch. She's great in this movie.
1: No. We can rip that so we don't get a copyright. No, by yeah, us yeah that's right. Sorry. <laughs>
2: um, no. Heart, the heartbreak kid is like on the Mount Rushmore staples of wrestlers. And yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying that he helps get other people over and other people perf- for performances, but to put Sean Michaels, and I think Drew Barrymore in the same breath is, is not accurate Listen, at all. I'm
1: telling you. So from, so from, from the early night, let's say the <laughs> mid nineties until like the mid two thousands, uh. Drew Barrymore in this type of a movie is Mount Rushmore. She <laughs> fever pitch, wedding singer, Fifty First Dates. There's other ones too that I'm not even thinking of. You're, I mean, okay. her run here from like the late '90s sure. until like 2010 in these types of movies was was
2: top notch. You're, you're talking me into you. it a little bit more. Okay, so you are you're, you're 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 getting the sentence down a little bit. Um, taking this, I'll take a plea, but at the same time, no, I can't, I can't do this. No, 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 Declan. no,
0: no. I'll I'll say this. I think you're both nuts because because <laughs> Phil, Phil's too far towards her and Declan. I think you might be the only person in America who despises her. She's undespisable. I mean, you just called you just
1: called Adam Sand. You just basically said Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore on screen is a no for you, dog. That's what you just said with your five rating. Yeah, I feel like that's a little aggressive. I mean, the,
0: the rating is what it is. I'm not going to get right. you to. She's the, at this point. She she's the person, at least back then that that a team would call. And that player was good in the locker room and was consistent. I don't think that he was a star, but he played on a lot of good teams because he brought because you knew exactly what that player was going to bring. I think that's her. Yeah, like like I don't think she's outstanding, but but she she's going to bring what she brings. And and I think teams are like okay, that's cool. Yeah,
1: she's not like Julia Roberts. Correct. You know, she doesn't have that next level to her acting game. Correct. But you know what you're in for. But you for, know what you're for getting. For a which Mike Sandler
0: probably loved it because mm-hmm. he that's exactly what he wanted. Yep.
1: Yep. She's the she's going to give you 200 innings and like a three and a half ERA yep. and just a good solid number two starter yep. for sure
0: for yep. a long time. And she'll bounce. She's around. John Lester basically. She'll bounce around her her baseball. Reference page will go Dodgers, Astros, A's, <laughs> Pirates. You know what she does? She comes out of the bullpen and she's very effective. Oh, but oh now you really got her close.
1: as a reliever. Now you have now you've demoted her to the Dude, bullpen. the
0: relievers are great now? I'm I just saying. Look at look she's at the baseball reference page, and she'll have a lot of oh her movie God. reference page will have a lot of different teams on it.
1: All right, pure entertainment value one through ten. Hitch is a nine, tied with Ten Things I Hate About You, also a nine from last week. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, 8.8. You've Got Mail, 7.7. While You Were Sleeping, 7.3. Sleepless in Seattle, Fever Pitch, She's Out of My League, Sweet Home Alabama, all a 6 or above, and the last-ranked movie for us is My Best Friend's Wedding, a
0: 5.3. So 1 through 10, Judd, Fifty first dates. It gets a 6 for me. Hmm. Enjoyable, not great. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't look at my watch a ton, yes, but click. I will never watch it again. It gets a 6.
2: I'm with Judd. It's a 6. Um, it's a movie I would stop and watch for maybe a commercial break or 2 if it was on television. There are some fun yucks, but in general, I uh, I get frustrated at this film, so it's a 6. 6 out of 10 for it's, me, man.
1: It's an 8 for me. I find it, it. it is a movie that I will and do stop on when it's on TV. Um, yeah, for all the reasons that I have said over the last been, 30 or 40, 40 minutes. Yeah, I'm a fan of this movie. <laughs> so, alright, that makes it a 6.7... Average score, putting it right between Sleepless in Seattle and Fever Pitch. So Drew Barrymore toward the bottom of our standings here. Um, so production meeting here, so we can loop in the audience. We've made the executive decision to uh, scale back a little on the movie reviews as we enter into football season here, just because we have so many things that we are. We're adding some things to Purple Daily. Um so we're going to do I think I don't think we ever fully finalized this but monthly mm-hmm. movie reviews during football season and then we'll yep. bring it back more yeah. frequently after football season. Yeah. Are we all good with that?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Perfect. So we just have to figure out now so the next one we'll do is like early October and then I think we do another one in late October and that one should be horror film, horror movie. Or do uh, we do
2: or do we do two
1: horror movies I in October? I think we should do two. We should satisfy that. I, I satisfy that itch there. I kind think like we do, that. too. Yeah. Okay. I think we do, too. So. Um,
2: <laughs> what?
1: Satisfy that, <laughs> satisfy that itch. I'm with Dex, dude. I'm I know with I'm fine
0: with it. I just, just like the phrasing. All
1: right. Oh, I, I will. I'll I'll put together just a list of horror movies that could be fun for us to review. And then, you know, I mean, ho- we did Halloween.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A Friday the 13th movie would be. Yeah. You know, just trying to think of the more <laughs> iconic ones here. You're the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. The original? Well, the original doesn't actually include Hockey Mask Jason, which is interesting. Yeah, it's the mom. It's his mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Movie. I've seen that. That's right. Um and also We could still do, we could definitely do it.
2: By the way, I, I saw this trailer yesterday by and the way. we have to do this action movie in 2022. Did you guys see the trailer for Moonfall? No. Moonfall? The moon is coming crashing down to Earth.
0: <laughs> Who's and it in this? looks
2: uh a pretty big cast. Halle Berry's in it. Um, let me pull up the casting quick. Bruce Willis, please tell me. It, Bruce it looks. Um, uh, Patrick Wilson, Halle Berry uh, is in it. Don, Don Sutherland's in it. Um, Donald Sutherland. How
0: old is Donald Sutherland? Eighty-five.
2: Yeah. I'm. We got to see. We it, the trailer. I, I tweeted it out yesterday. It, it is perfect for what we have to do. It, it comes out like right. early February of 2022, and it might be like one of the few movies I think we all go to the theater. We usually do, you know, old ones. This might be one of the few ones where we actually like. Go to a yeah. movie theater, watch it, and then do a review because it looks so over the top, ridiculous. I'm here for perfect. that. That perfect. sounds like a blast.
1: Remind us of that for yes. sure once that oh, well. comes out. Uh, so let's do this for the first ho- for the first horror movie rewind. Let's do Friday the Thirteenth Part One okay. for that first week in October, okay. and then from there we'll decide on what we do closer to Halloween. Okay, you guys, down for that? I'm down for yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: All right, that's a wrap on Mackie and Judd, RomCon Rewind for today.